to another episode of Life Authentic with Christy and Beth. I am Christy. I'm Beth. And I'm so happy to have Beth here today because she has been <sighs> a bit under the weather. I have been, let's see. Actually, you've been a lot under the weather. Yeah, it just, it just, it was just two weeks that I've been sick for. Yeah. That's a, I know in the grand scheme of things, that doesn't sound like a long time in the grand scheme of time. But when you are sick, oh, you, you start to get to that place where you're like, I'm never, I'm never going to feel better again. <laughs> I'm going to be sick this for that <laughs> I'm never going to feel better yeah. again. So yeah, Ugh, it's yeah, been crazy. Uh, you've had a rough time. You've had a rough time. You know, I think I've been more sick this year than years combined. Yeah. It's just kind of hit me, you know. Well, and then you had COVID a while back and you yeah. and I talked about this. I think COVID like really zapped your immune system. Yeah. You know, and I've heard that it, it, it can really, I mean, I know I had it like quite a while back and it, it took me a, a bit to kind of, to get well where I felt completely well. But mm-hmm. I think... With you, you had like things back to back that just hit you after yeah. that, that kind of. Well, they called this a respiratory infection. I'm not, I'm usually not one to like run to the doctor as soon as I get sick because I don't really like taking medicine. You know, I don't think anybody really likes going to the doctor. Right. So I probably waited a little too long to go. I waited about a week because I was just like, oh, I got a cough. You know, I've got, the, I've got a cold. I'll tuck right. it out. Well, they told me. They tested me for the flu, negative. Tested me for strep, because I think that's going around negative. And they just told me it was a respiratory infection. Sent me home with antibiotic steroids. But after an entire round of all of that, I was still sick for another week. I'm still not fully recovered. I'm second on a cough drop, hoping I don't cough too much during this episode. But Yeah, but normally crazy. That, that lets you know that your immune system is, is mm-hmm. kind of weakened, because normally if you're taking like antibiotics and... Yeah, a steroid. You know, after a couple of days, even you feel better, and so you've yeah you've had a rough time with it. I'm glad that you're that you're feeling better. I've been missing yeah. I you. feel so overjoyed and happy to be sitting here behind this <laughs> mic because nothing can make you feel grateful. Yeah, like just feeling really sick and yeah. just grateful for small things, just like having the energy to get up and go and do something. Oh so. yeah, well, and also like being in your house for a long time like that, where you don't feel like getting out and doing anything, can you can start getting like depressed. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Like, I feel (laughs) like I do. I think, like, it's hard. You feel isolated. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm trying to not make other people sick. Right. So, like, even Dax and Nevada have been sleeping in Daxton's room because I'm coughing all night. Right. I mean, I'm already not sleeping. There's no sense in him not sleeping. Plus, I don't want to make him sick. That's just the kind of selfish, selfless, wonderful wife that I am. (laughs) He's so it's lucky to have true. you, no. Nevada, if you're listening. Oh, that's right. You're not because you don't listen to our podcast, but. He's going to be so amazed if he ever listens to one episode. Um, but no, really the kind of wife I am. I did this on my TikTok the other day because I laughed so hard and then realized the reason I laughed so hard because I related to it a little too much. You know how you do voices on there? Yeah. Like you just take somebody else's soundbite. Right. And it was this girl that said. When I die, my husband's got to die, too. There ain't no, she would want you to move on and be happy. And she says, no, I wouldn't get in this casket. (laughs) I was like, that's really what kind of wife I am. So, yeah. Um, But no, yeah, feeling you feel isolated, feeling sick. So you feel very grateful when you get to be around people 
and feel better again. Well, I'm grateful because just we we were just sitting up here chatting before we hit the record button, and you just always make me laugh, and I've missed <laughs> that that uh, our goofiness that we have together of like just laughing over the most crazy random things Mm -hmm. and the way that you always make me crack up so I'm glad you're feeling better for my selfish reasons too (laughs) thank you I'm glad I'm feeling better too so um I like what we're going to talk about today because you and I have talked about this I mean we kind of talk about this a lot anyway but um it's a very interesting subject and and that's changing your perspective yeah so like, you know, they, they're that saying you can't, sometimes you can't see the forest for the trees. Yes. Sometimes uh, our perspective, we get zeroed in on like a particular problem or a particular thing. And we're so focused on it in the way that we're looking at it. And from our perspective that we can't like see our way out of it, or we can't figure out how to fix a situation. And a lot mm-hmm. of times just changing your perspective can give you a whole new idea or different viewpoint. Yeah, I I experience that a lot of times. And I'll tell you, we've talked about I'm the girl that don't make my bed a lot on this podcast. And it seems like such a simple thing, right? Yeah. And I've been so hard on myself about it. Like, girl, make your bed. You know, like, I'm not a slob. I'm relatively neat. I'm pretty much a morning person. So it's not like I'm super low energy in the morning. And I just won't. I won't do it. (laughs) But... Here's a little example of changing your perspective. I started to look at it instead of just being hard on myself, like just do it is what's keeping me from making my bed in the morning besides just being lousy and not making my bed. (laughs) My bed was hard to make. I know that sounds stupid, but listen, (laughs) stay with me. Okay. So I had bought this duvet cover that was really that looked nice. I liked the way it looked, but yeah. it never quite fit right. It always kind of got out of sorts. And my bed, I was never really pleased with how my bed made it. It didn't seem like a super easy, quick bed to make because I felt like I was always trying to make it look better because yeah. this duvet cover just never lived up to what I wanted it to live up, yeah. live up to, even though it was very pretty. And I had an idea and I was like, what if I changed the bedding all together change yeah. my perspective and so I'm going to get some I'm going to change all my bedding and maybe I'm just looking at this the wrong way yeah Christy my bed has been <laughs> made I promise that is awesome like it's like it's it doesn't seem frustrating to me now yeah and I know that sounds so stupid because no, it's just is, making a bed but it's the little simple things like that that can really kind of be the most profound I love that well because I'm happy with it it's like it's all smoothed out there's no wrinkles it's easy to make when it's all set up with the pillows it looks it's pleasing to me and so you were basically subconsciously putting that off in your mind because I it guess. was hard and you didn't like the way your bed looked so you would just I think it frustrated yeah. me. It wasn't that something made, I mean, that, that makes I, perfect sense. But it's I kind of had to change my perspective in order to get that little tiny small task done yeah. and make it part of my routine, which seems like something someone like me would it'd be so easy to do. And I just thought, yeah, that was that's kind of a little example of, you know, changing the way you view something and it solves a problem. Yeah, that's great. I mean, I love that. What a great story. Mm, yeah. Something very simple, My bed but it's pretty amazing. <laughs> okay, now I have to come over and look at your bed and yeah, see what new bedding pretty. you got. I got it at Target. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, sometimes you can, I think, you can solve so many problems by just taking a different perspective. 
Well, that's kind of like you stepped back and looked at the big picture, though, instead of focusing on just like, why am I not making my bed? Mm -hmm. Like you stepped back and said, wait, what is causing me not to make Mm -hmm. my bed? Let me step back and like back up from it and see what's actually going on here. I made it like easier on myself. Yeah, I think sometimes we complicate and make things harder on ourselves because we do look at the little small one small piece instead of stepping back and looking at the whole picture. Well, and also, I don't know if you've done this, but like, have you ever been maybe trying to figure out a problem or something that's bothering you and it will seem so huge at the time, depending on like where you are in your life, if you've eaten, if you're tired, whatever it is, and it will seem like such a huge, terrible thing and you'll be like all emotional over it or upset or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then maybe you have a good night's rest Mm. or you sleep on it. Yes. You wake up the next morning, you're in a better frame of mind and you're and you're feeling better. And all of a sudden, what seemed like terrible or like a really hard thing to to fix, like the next day after after your mind's clearer, you're like, oh, that's not a big deal. Yeah. And suddenly, like you just have an idea and you're like, oh, I can do this and fix this. Yeah, I think that's why it's very important not to make a snap decision yeah and and do something just out of like feeling pressure or or frustration because a lot of times it can just be you need to step back take a rest get a good night's sleep and then your perspective changes on its own well and also something that i had to to learn the hard way is you know don't make decisions and don't do things when you're emotional oh yeah because your emotions will make you do crazy things and Mm -hmm. you can once you get through those emotions and your brain clears up and you don't have the emotions in the way you can t- you look at something totally different than you do a lot of times if you're feeling right in the depths of those emotions whatever it is that you're feeling so yeah you know the saying that don't make permanent decisions on temporary emotion that's so true because we do have to realize that most emotions are temporary of course some last longer than others right. depending on the caliber of what's going on but you you really have to realize that it will pass yeah, and there will be a calmer moment for you, especially those more permanent decisions. Yeah. Well, just think about like, I'll use Steve for, for for an example, Mm -hmm. like, you know, if I'm, if I ever get really upset at him for something, Mm -hmm. like if I were to act on that emotion and do, do whatever I felt like doing in that moment of being so angry at him, I would do something terrible. I mean, I'm just being honest. You would run over him with your car. (laughs) I would do something Mm -hmm. terrible. But, you know, the next day I might be totally in love with him again and think he's like the greatest person that walked the earth. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, that is super important not to make decisions on an emotion. Right. And that goes that goes you touched on Steve and thinking how you might feel in a moment. Think about it from this perspective, too. Sometimes if you try to look at something from someone else's perspective, like you might be feeling all of these things Mm -hmm. and be angry at him. But maybe his perspective is he did something absentmindedly. He didn't know it would upset you. Right. He did something out of the mood or the feeling that he was in. Mm -hmm. And maybe it was totally unintentional. A lot of times that will calm Calm your emotion. Yeah. If you will look at something, truly look at something from someone else's perspective and say, 
you know, he, he, he might have done this because he was viewing it from this angle. Right. I'm viewing, I might have be having all these feelings and emotions like, oh, he did it because of this. And that yeah. just might not be the case. Well, and also th- th- what kind of goes hand in hand in that is, is learning to like distance yourself from negativity yeah. because you can, if you are upset with somebody or whatever's going on, if you're having a real negative emotion or you're in a negative situation, that can change your perspective too because negativity can skew the way that you look at things so much negative people negative situations negative thoughts like you can bring them on yourself like you you know you get deeper and deeper into it like you'll have one negative thought about a situation and if you feed into that and just keep it's like a monster and it'll just keep growing and growing and growing so you have to consciously step away from the negativity and try to clear that out of your head and get a different, more positive perspective so that you can come at it from a different place. Yes. I love that. Well, I think that's one of the things that pers- changing your perspective is so important in doing it, it is, is changing from a negative place to a positive place. That's where perspective is really needed because yeah. there's so many things that you can get negative over. And like you said, it's like feeding a monster. And the more you feed it, the more it grows and the scarier it gets. But changing your perspective to try to transition from that negativity to the positive. I think that's when perspective is needed most of all is when you're in that negative place. Because I've struggled with real bad depression my whole life. I'm like a real deep thinker. Mm -hmm. But sometimes that can go really sour for me if I'm not careful because you know, you start pondering life and some of the, oh, we're all going to die. Yeah. You know, we're just working to pay the bills, to work some more, and we have a short time. And you can really go down a dark place, but just that perspective of saying, you know, but but I have this life and I have this opportunity and I have this short time to make a difference and to be happy. Whatever you're feeding into yourself. Yeah is what's gonna manifest well and what what do we always say like is our favorite tool to like help us through everything and to fix everything gratitude gratitude Mm -hmm. yeah that's where your gratitude comes in true and that is that is the the quickest way that i found in my life to switch from a negative mind frame to a positive mind frame is to is to switch to gratitude and to really acknowledge what you are grateful for and what you have in your life. And that I have to tell you, though, that's the struggle sometimes. It is. Because if you're in a really dark place or you're really angry or you're really upset about something or you're really worried about something, it's really hard a lot of times. Sometimes they're easier than others, but it's hard sometimes to push all of those thoughts and feelings aside and to practice gratitude. But just like anything, the more you practice it, the easier it becomes because it's easy for you to go back to those, those things that you are grateful for. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that a lot of times will change your perspective faster than just about anything. Well, you're feeding yourself positivity. Gratitude mm-hmm. um, enables positivity to flow. Like, well, I'm grateful for this. I have this. You're saying this is what I have instead of this is what I don't have. And just having that feeding or pouring into yourself the positivity is obviously what's going to produce positivity. So yeah. what we feed into ourselves all the time, gratitude, I think is a great 
gateway for that to just get into a more positive mindset because you're you're really focusing on what you have instead of what you don't have. Yeah, and and also realizing when things are permanent and when they're not. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, you know, I, this always is kind of funny to me about teenagers. It's not funny to them because, you know, a teenager, I think, has some of the strongest emotions, emotions of anybody. Yeah, yeah. And, they, and they can be really dramatic about things and but you know it's big in their world but um but learn but but figuring out and learning how to identify when things are not permanent like you know sometimes a teenager will be going through something it's like the it's the end of their world and Mm -hmm. like oh this is gonna ruin the rest of my life no it's just something temporary that you're going through and I think you know sometimes as you get older, it gets a little easier to do this, but it's it's still a struggle sometimes. But just learning to to realize, like, okay, whatever I'm dealing with right now, this is not a permanent thing that's going to be like this from now on. This is something that I can change, or that I'm going to get through, or that's going to change at some point. Because a lot of times, if it it can overwhelm you if you don't make that differentiation, mm-hmm. different. How do you say that word? <laughs> Differentiate? Differentiation? Thank you. <laughs> well, you know, I can't with words anymore. When you're in the I cross... I that goes away after I have this baby because will, I'm blaming it, it on the baby, but... It will. I mean, we all have days, but yes, your, your brain will unfog. Um, when you're in the crossfire of those emotions, I mean, even not teenagers like me, like I said, when I was sick... When you get deep into something, you start to feel like it's never going to end. And that's yeah. honestly one of the things I kept telling myself, this is not permanent. I am yeah. going to feel better. I am going to go out into the sunlight and breathe fresh air <laughs> and feel like washing my face for the day. Yeah. Um, but it, it is hard to pull out of that. So sometimes just having that patience to breathe and really think yeah, about changing your perspective. Because I think sometimes we get caught up in the we got to do this, we got to do that. But yeah. sometimes just just breathing and, and kind of thinking, how can I change my perspective? These emotions are not permanent. You know, visualize the outcome being good. Yeah. And I kept I kept having to do that when I was sick. Like, I'm, I'm going to not be sick. Right, right. <laughs> I'm going to get better. Well, and you know, unfortunately, some things are permanent. Like, you know, we lose loved ones or we lose mm-hmm. people who are close to us. And I say permanent, permanent in, in this in this life, not right. not in the life hereafter. But, um, you know, one thing that I love about things that are permanent like that, I, I love to see people who will rise above that and do things like, for instance, if they lose someone close to them, they'll do something in their memory to honor yeah, them yeah. or to do something productive or put something positive into the community mm-hmm. or help, you know, help someone in similar situations. So I like to look at things like that also a lot of times when, and this kind of goes back to gratitude, when when I feel like the weight of something really heavy on me or, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm concerned about something, a lot of times I'll look at other people who have been through things that are much worse than what I may be going through at the time. And that changes my perspective too, because I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. What I'm going through is not the best, but look, look at what this person has been through and, and how they've risen above it and look at the good that they're putting into the world after everything they've been through. So I think that's another, another way too yeah, that like we that. can change. You look our at somebody who has a permanent situation <laughs> yeah, and you yeah. think, Hey, 
that yeah. I don't this is not permanent for right. me it was permanent for them right and that again exactly you know helps you to change your perspective right yeah yeah um well I feel like I do this a lot uh I push something like I think sometimes we or I should say resist Sometimes you resist change, mm-hmm. and sometimes change is is a good thing. And all you have to do sometimes to make a problem not seem as big is change your perspective by embracing change, yeah, and not resisting it. Because I think sometimes we assume that change is bad, or even something that happens that's different. You know that this is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Well, the outcome might not be bad. And a lot of times if we embrace change and, and don't resist that, which again is a way of changing your perspective. Yeah. Sometimes I'll concentrate on something because I'll realize I'm trying to resist it. Yeah. And I'm like, then I'll step back and say, what would happen if I just let this happen? It's going to yeah. happen anyway most of the time. Yeah. But, and I didn't resist it and I didn't stress over it and I just went with the flow of it. Right. And... That always helps me with changing my perspective is just not being in that resistance because that can cause a lot of stress and anxiety yeah. and really unneeded emotions Yeah, because, like I said, most of the time, you know, change is going to happen. It's yeah. just what's going to happen. Yeah, it's, it's, all, it's all part of life. And mm-hmm. speaking of change, you know, something else um, that can help you is changing your crowd. Because, I mean, I've been in situations before where I would be in a certain crowd of people, you know, and I, I consider myself a fairly strong-willed, strong um, strong person overall as far as, you know, I don't feel like I'm easily influenced yeah. by a lot of things. I'm pretty, you know, pretty firm in my beliefs and, and, mm-hmm. and, and the way that I feel about things. But, you know, I've been in a circle of people before where I would start feeling or acting a certain way and I felt I like sort of out of touch with myself and like something wasn't right and I would start blaming myself and try to figure out like what what's going on why do I feel this way or why am I looking at things like this and when I kind of backed up I realized that it was the crowd that I was in at the time and how that was changing kind of the person that I was without even realizing not not necessarily my actions but because of the thoughts and emotions and things that were being said around me like you still tend to carry a lot of that with you so a lot of times changing your crowd and who which we talk about your circle a lot and the people that you surround yourself with but um you know that's not always easy to do but sometimes you just have to step back and get out of a crowd and say wait a minute let me do a little experiment. Let me just spend a little time away from this crowd of people or this one person. It doesn't even have to be a crowd. Yeah. And let me see if my life gets better, if I feel better. Let's let's just see what happens because a lot of times people can have a bigger influence on you than you think without you even being con- conscious of it. Conscious. I can't speak today. <laughs> without you conscious. realizing <laughs> Without you realizing that it's happening. Well, and, you know, that's just changing. That's getting a different perspective, right? Like, you know, a lot of times a group of people will start to have the same perspective about things. 
And hopefully, hopefully you have a good diversified group of people that have different perspectives. But a lot of times just changing your crowd, even if it's not permanent. Yeah. Say you just are trying to get a different perspective. Just temporarily being in a different crowd can get open your mind to other possibilities and different perspectives that maybe you wouldn't have considered. And then also you might realize that your previous crowd sucks and you want to stay in that <laughs> other crowd. True. You know, that goes both True. ways. But um, yeah, I, you know, who you're around, no matter how strong you are, mm-hmm. it's going, your environment is going to affect you yeah. big time. Yeah, Definitely. Well, and something that kind of goes along with changing your crowd. This is something that we love to do. We actually, I think, got this specific term from our little brother. And I think he actually got it from somebody else. But collective wisdom. Mm -hmm. And that is, you know, speaking of your crowd, if there's something that you're really questioning or that you're trying to figure out, Mm -hmm. we like to use something called collective wisdom. And that is where you find, you know, people that you trust and um, you appreciate their opinions and thoughts, and you kind of pose this question or whatever it is to them and get their perspective on it. And so you take this collective wisdom from all of these different people and see what they're see what kind of input they have. Mm-hmm. And it has helped us so many times make a yeah. decision or know the right way to go with something because everybody has a little bit of a different perspective, right? They're going to come at it from a little bit of a different angle. They're going to see things that that you don't see. And so having that collective wisdom of people around you to help you see things from different angles can can sometimes take a decision that seems so overwhelming or so hard and make it make sense to where you know, oh, yeah, this is what I need to do. Yeah, I love that because a lot of times I think we feel like we have to figure it all out on our own yeah and there's so much beauty in letting someone else help you figure it out right that human connection I was watching a video this morning I shared this with somebody on the phone because I just little simple things like this they just stick with me and I love it you know you and I talk about everything being like a puzzle piece and everybody has a place that their puzzle piece fits right but I loved this because this girl on this video said that she was praying and like talking to God and and trying to understand some things and that she started to understand that you know how a puzzle you've got a pile of puzzle pieces and you see what picture it makes yeah she said well in life you got a bunch of piles of puzzle puzzle pieces that are supposed to make one big picture she said but the thing we have to realize is other people have some of our puzzle pieces and we have some of theirs. And if you don't reach out and ask for help and, and help one another like we're supposed to, you may never be able to build your whole perfect, beautiful sunset or sunrise because you, someone else that you didn't reach out to or you didn't connect with or you didn't ask for help from is still holding your puzzle pieces and you might be holding theirs. Oh, I love that. And I thought that was such a great little simple way to put how working together how we help each other and being open with one another yeah helps create what's meant to be created and if we don't do that we're we're missing out on that big beautiful picture that we're supposed to make yeah I love that so that kind of reminds me of collective wisdom you know you can get such a beautiful closeness and solve a lot of problems by that collective wisdom and just reaching out to someone 
Well, yeah, because, you know, we we try to, some of us more than others, but we try to handle things on our own and we try to figure out things on our own. And a lot of times we don't want to bother people with our problems or we don't want to bother people with whatever we have going on or, or decisions that we need to make because we feel like this is my life. This is, you know, I'm responsible for this. So like, it's not anybody else's thing to have to deal with. But I love that because that makes perfect sense. Because like, I've been in that place before where I didn't know what to do. And I'm like, Oh, I've got this, I can do it. But then when you do reach out to somebody, (laughs) they'll hand you that puzzle piece. And you're like, Oh, yeah, I missed that. Like, I've been looking for that for five years. (laughs) You know, so that's beautiful. That's I love that. I love that. You know something else, too, which is just really simple, but I, this works for me like a charm a lot of times, is just rest. Oh, gosh, yeah. Just rest because you can get so, you can you can look at something from one perspective for so long that you completely wear yourself out. And a lot of times just resting, just taking a minute to rest and like step away, it can work wonders because then you come at it with a fresh mind and... It's kind of like what I said earlier about maybe you just need to eat or something. You know, Mm -hmm. a lot of times you'll just come at it from a totally different place because you're feeling better and you're rested and you're not tired. Yeah. And sometimes we just don't realize how tired we are and how exhausted we are. And that changes everything. I mean, talk about perspective. That really can change the lens that you're looking through without you realizing it because um, something that seems like a big looming problem. I've had this happen a lot. Just when I'm rested and not fatigued or not, you know, feeling feeble, uh, it doesn't, it's like, oh yeah, I can handle that. That's fine. I've got that figured out. <laughs> well, have you ever, have you ever woken up? I know you have actually, cause I just, as soon as I started to say this, I remember us talking about it, but you know, you wake up in the middle of the night mm-hmm. and you get something on your mind and it seems insurmountable and it seems, yes. seems terrible and you're just laying awake, worrying about it and praying about it. And then after you get a little bit of rest the next day, like in the light of day, it's like, wait a minute, that's not, that's not as bad as what I thought. Like I can barely believe okay. I was thinking about some of the stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like it'll be something like so simple in the light of day. Yeah. But I will be like, was I really like stressing over that? <laughs> yeah. You know, I know big, sometimes big problems keep us up at night, but True. a lot of times, yeah, just a little bit of rest. Yeah. It, it changes things a lot. Well, and, and and just taking a break, you know, rest and, and taking a break, they go hand in hand. But a lot of times um, you need like sleep rest. Yeah. And then a lot of times you just need to like take a break and walk away from the situation. Yeah. Go do something totally unrelated. Go hang out with a friend. Go work. Go do whatever it is. Take a break from whatever it is that you're focusing on. And a lot of times just that break and getting your mind on something else will kind of clean your palate, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And like, then you come back and you're like, oh, okay, now I'm coming at it from a different angle. I don't have the same feelings and emotions and my brain is not in the same place that it was, you know, before I took this break. Well, and that ties into not making emotional decisions because a lot of times when I take a break and go do whatever it is to get my mind off something, my emotions come back to a more neutral place because I'm not stressing and dwelling on the problem. And I'm able to make a more suitable decision when that's not, you know, based on emotion. But yeah, taking, I mean, taking a break and stepping back is definitely different than resting because I mean, like sleep, (laughs) you need your sleep, but you also need to just step back from the problem sometimes. Right. 
and you know just simplifying for me a lot of times yeah you know I think I think it's easy to just complicate things in our own mind in our own world in our you know it's, it's just easy for us to get a lot of clutter whether it be physical clutter yeah. or mental clutter emotional whatever and a lot of times for me if I just simplify and take away all of the things that are either cluttering my thoughts or cluttering the room I'm in or cluttering my life so to speak and I just yeah. really get back to basics and simplify mm-hmm. that really changes my perspective and helps me to view things more clearly. So uh, that just reminded me of something I just told this to my daughter, Olivia, because she was feeling uh, kind of overwhelmed because she has at school, she's taken on a lot of um, honors classes and AP classes. And this is an extremely stressful year for her because she took on, you know, her advisor told her before, before the year started, like, Olivia, are you sure you want to do this? Because this is going to be very stressful and it's going to be a lot. And I talked to her too, but she was, you know, it's what she wanted to do, but she's, she's had a, she's had a hard time because it's a lot of work, but I told her, I said, you know, when I feel overwhelmed, something that helps me and when I want to just kind of have a different perspective is first of all, I think about all of the things that are overwhelming me that I need to do. And I'll usually pick out the one that I like the least that I'm dreading the most Mm -hmm. and try to get it done first. Right. I said, get it out of the way. And then all of a sudden you feel so much less like overwhelmed and your perspective changes because you've got that big, ugly, stinky thing out of the way that you you were dreading and you're like, Oh, the rest of it's not so bad now. So a lot of that one thing could be standing in the way of all of the rest. That's not that. I mean, like changing your bed and going to Target and buying (laughs) a new bedspread and new beds. Exactly. I mean, you know, something that seems so minute and simple. Right. Like, but it was this big thing to me just because I like how my bed looked. But yeah, I like that because moving one of the big things out of the way can make everything else seem manageable. Yeah, because I, f- I will find myself per- procrastinating if it's something that mm-hmm. I'm really dreading doing. Mm-hmm. Like it's it it becomes a lot easier for me to put it off because I'm like, oh, I don't want to do that. But the older I get, I used to be a lot worse at this. But the older I've gotten, the more I learned just to like hit those things head on and just get them yeah. done. And then yeah. it's like, okay, oh, I feel lighter now. Mm-hmm. My perspective is better. Yeah, because I mean, I've been asking if I'm a procrastinator, and I would not consider myself a procrastinator, except it depends on what it is. Yeah. Like, I'm not an overall procrastinator. I'm mm-hmm. usually a get it done, get it out of the way. But there are certain things I've definitely procrastinated mm-hmm. on. It just depends on the subject. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I definitely have my moments of procrastination just depending on what it is. Well, and, you know, this kind of goes back to what we were saying earlier, but also just getting out of your head. Like my, my head sometimes plays tricks on me because I talk to myself in my head, mm. have this whole inner dialogue going on. And, you know, it, I'm going to tell this story really quick because our, our dad just relayed this story to somebody the other day and you've heard it a lot, but it's a really funny story. And our grandpa used to tell it. And that was, there was, there was this man that wanted to go ask a friend of his. He wanted to go fishing, and he did, but he didn't have a fishing pole. So he wanted to ask his friend if he could borrow his fishing pole. And he started thinking to himself, he's like, "Oh, but I haven't, I haven't stopped by to see him in a while. He's probably going to think I'm rude if I just show up and ask to 
borrow a fishing pole, but I really want to go fish. I mean, I don't think he would mind if I borrowed it, but I haven't even checked on him. I haven't said hello. I haven't done anything. If I ask him this, he's probably just going to be like, really? What? How could you come ask me this? When you haven't even checked on me and you haven't said hello, you haven't done anything. Anyway, he goes this whole inner dialogue. The whole time he's having this inner dialogue with himself, he's walking to his friend's house. Mm-hmm. Well, by the time he gets to the door, he knocks on the door and his friend comes to the door and he says, I didn't want to borrow your fishing pole anyway. <laughs> you know, and that's, yeah. that's what we do sometimes. Mm-hmm. We get in our own head and so true we build this whole story and this Mm -hmm. whole thing a certain way when it's most of the time it's not even that way like we can't have we (laughs) we can't be judge and jury in our head you know like we have to have some outside perspective from Mm -hmm. other people and just just getting out of your head talking to people getting out exercising you know doing some meditation doing anything to like get out get out of our heads yeah yeah that is so true because like I was talking about depression and stuff earlier your head is your worst enemy sometimes depending on the kind of person that you are like you really have to learn to train your thoughts and not go down certain roads because you can make up so many things (laughs) inside your own head that aren't really there and it's really just a mirage of everything that you've created by going way too far down that path (laughs) that's right and yeah that's uh that's a huge it's a huge struggle it's a hard thing to conquer because sometimes it's just a matter of being like stop like you just have to stop thinking you just have to like you said go do something else (laughs) yeah besides think on it yeah and so yeah that that's a that's a big one for me me too me too and you know another thing is um Sometimes if you're struggling with perspective, this helps me. I'll just go back to my value system. Yeah. Because we're talking about clutter and how a lot of stuff gets in the way. But a lot of times if you just think about your values, your goals, really what you want out of life or a situation, that can help change your perspective because we get caught up in all the details sometimes, I think, and just going back to what really matters to us. Yeah is a really good way to look at things differently and really get back to the core of what matters and what you're trying to get out of a situation. And it, for me, it, it gives me the right perspective. Yeah. Because, you know, there's a lot that can skew our perception of things. And if we really get back to being our authentic selves and who we really are, what we believe, it's a really good way to clear up all this stuff in between well and it also becomes easier for you to let things go that don't really matter Mm, like you know if you've ever had something that you were just like boiling over and like just you know like kept stewing on and it was just driving you crazy Mm -hmm. going back to what you just said of like what 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 really matters? Yeah. What's really important to me? Yeah. What What am I? Where am I going in my life? It that makes it so easy to look at things like that sometimes and say, "Wait a minute, why am I even wasting my energy and time worrying about this and looking at this situation because it doesn't even matter." Bye. Just st- <laughs> step away. You know, yeah. like this is this doesn't even fit into my life anyway. Well, we create problems for ourselves because we're looking at it from the wrong perspective (laughs) true like there's all these problems that we create because we don't have the right perspective 
And that's why perspective is so important is because we can get very locked into our mind and not one have your blinders on kind of way of looking at things. Yeah. And just changing perspective solves the problem. It's no longer there. It doesn't even matter. Yeah. It's gone. Yeah. I love it. Yeah.